Welcome to the Healthpreneur Show with Uriel Kine. We're so glad you're here. Every episode, we're going to bring advice and conversations with experts that will help you grow your health business. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Healthpreneur Show. Here with you once again. I'm excited to introduce you to Zarek Fatah, who is a really uh, inspiring individual who um, you guys will see in just a moment. In case you don't know who he is, he's a serial entrepreneur, a life purpose coach, and a transformational travel leader. We'll get into that in just a second. But Zarek, welcome to the Health Burner Show. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, Yuri. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate the opportunity to uh, chat with you. Yeah, totally. So, dude, let, let me let me ask you straight up: like, what is a transformational uh, travel leader? What is mm-hmm. that? What does that so, mean? Mm-hmm. So, I curate and lead transformational travel experiences that aren't quite just a retreat. Um, you know, often people think of retreats and it's a yoga retreat or it's a, you know, a fitness retreat or any one specific type of genre. I create curated travel experiences or transformational travel experiences, which really have a process and take the guests on a journey from before they arrive to after they get home that really helps them create and experience true transformation in their life. And that's through the modalities of meditation, breath work, journaling, uh, mixed in with the elements of diving and surfing and doing some physical activities, to push their boundaries. I keep my travel experiences limited to 12 guests only. So it create a really tight container, the intimate safe setting so people can really open up and be vulnerable. And then, you know, the, the element of personal development, we dive deep on purpose and passion, limiting beliefs, obstacles, you know, the, the, the whole program is really designed with the intention to create transformation in, in various different ways. So regardless if, you know, your modality is meditation, or maybe you're the type of person that wants to push their boundaries and do something like surfing, the trips are designed in a way that regardless of what gets you into flow, there's diversity in the programming that ultimately has this effect on you that has you go home with a massive shift in perspective, feeling connected to some like-minded humans and inspired and just energized to go back and, and, and take on whatever, you know, life challenges there are for you. And, and that's why I say, you know, the, the experience before you arrive and after when you get home, because integration of taking this transformational week and now integrating the learnings into your life is really, really key to the overall transformational travel experience. So it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's a process that I went through on my own organically while I made this big shift in my life. And now I'm offering this to people to come to places like Costa Rica, Bali, Tofino, Muskoka, and have a transformational travel experience for themselves. That's so cool. How, so I want to come back to that in just a second, but how did COVID and travel restrictions play into that? <laughs> did, was it, were you, I'm, sure, I'm assuming you're impacted in some way. What, was, what did that look like and how did you adapt through that? Mm-hmm. So um, I had a retreat planned here, a men's only experience planned here in uh, end of March 2020. And when COVID started to become, um, you know, a more, uh, a greater concern and flights started getting canceled, borders started closing, I decided to postpone the retreat. And uh, looking ahead as COVID um, grew in in 
scale and concern, I, I saw that I was going to have to put the rest of my travel experiences on hold for the rest of the year. So at that point, I asked myself, well, how can I continue to serve this community of people who come on my experiences and this group of men who were planning on coming down to join me in Costa Rica for a week? I created a, uh, a men's group, an online men's group with the guests who were coming on the trip and others who were interested because I knew that they were coming on this experience for a reason and they were dealing with some challenges in life. And with COVID now happening, those challenges may be amplified. So we created an online group for that group of men specifically. And we ran that group for seven months at no cost just to support them, to have my facilitators and coaches from the retreats also lead workshops to help them overcome whatever they uh, were dealing with. And we ran that group course, or that group program for about, it wasn't a program, just it was a group call, Zoom calls we were doing, and just being of service and supporting them through the process. And it was a beautiful seven months together. And uh, we really made a difference for them. That's amazing. So they had paid to come to Costa Rica. And then you're like, sorry, mm -hmm. we can't do this. We're going to just blend it into the next seven months of coaching online and supportive community. Exactly. And, and ultimately, we ended up refunding all of them for their retreat. Uh, so essentially, they were part of this group container for seven months at no cost, you know, and I was happy to do it, happy to uh, have them be a part of it. And then a few of them did decide to work with me on a private one to one coaching basis because they realized the value of working with a coach. So, you know, one of the biggest, I'd say, um, transitions from COVID for me was when I realized that I'm not going to be hosting any more retreats in 2020, I made that pivot from the group coaching on the retreats to doing private one-to-one -one coaching with people who needed that level of support. So COVID really pushed me into full-time coaching, which is something I'd wanted to do for a while, but hosting the, the travel experiences had me so busy, I just wasn't able to invest that time and energy into it. So COVID really helped me step into the role of a full-time coach. That's awesome. And you enjoy the one-on-one -on -one more than the, when the group, more than the group, like, is that your, your bread and butter? You know, say? I love them both in a different way. You know, I, I love taking a group of 12 strangers who've never met before and yeah. having them go through the process like that for me is truly fulfilling and just building community uh, of course in person is amazing. And then doing the group coach, the one-to-one -one coaching, you know, there's a different depth that you reach with the client when you're speaking every week and you're getting to know them better and better. And you just keep going deeper and deeper, just that one-to-one -one, um, safe, secure connection is, is really powerful. And like I said, I love both in their own way. And um, I look forward to hosting travel experiences again, hopefully later this year. Yeah, that's exciting. And so how did, so you mentioned you kind of started this because you, you had your own travel experience transformation. Mm -hmm. what, what, what did that look like? What was that all about for you? Yeah, so, you know, I'm fortunate to have traveled to over 50 countries around the world. And I've had some really unique experiences where I'm a part of a group called Artbound. And we have built schools in Kenya, India, Nicaragua, Guatemala, and Haiti since 2010. So I got, I was able to feel that fulfillment of traveling to another country, being in a new environment and contributing to a community that I will probably never see again. However, I'm there to make a difference with my time. So I had travel impact travel experience that really uh, had me tap into what real fulfillment felt like. That combined with you know, having traveled to many different festivals, events, summits, and forums, 
uh, like we spoke before, you know, traveling to Giovanni's event in San Francisco or Jason Gaynard's mastermind talks, you know, being in a room with a bunch of really brilliant people who have so much knowledge and wisdom to share. I realized that in just three days, being in a room with like-minded people who have been down the journey that you're on and are standing on the other side of it can be so transformative. So for me, I thought, okay, well, if I was to create my own retreat, if I was to take a group of people away for a week in Costa Rica or Bali, what would I really want to share with them? What has been most powerful for me over the last five years of doing the deep personal development work that I could give to them in a week in a fun, entertaining, engaging, adventurous way that they're going to come home and be like, that was an awesome time. And I really learned a lot, you know, so it was influenced from all of my different travel experiences and uh, being a part of some amazing uh, retreats and summits that helped me shape and develop this idea of the alive experience. I love that. That's so good. Just on a side note, I'm kind of jealous of your tan because I feel all <laughs> pasty white here in Toronto where it's like snow and ice. So yeah. just as a total well, aside. <laughs> I, I do keep in mind, I have a head start on you. You know, my True. family is from Southeast Asia. So yeah, well, my dad's base my, to begin with. My dad is Moroccan. Uh, but my okay. mom's Danish, but I don't have the Moroccan. My, my brother is definitely more of the Moroccan side, but anyways, okay. um, total, total yeah. aside. No, but it's, okay. it's so cool to be able to, to learn from those experiences and then cultivate something from, you know, your journey, which is so, so fascinating. So how, what got you into, because not everyone is ready for personal growth and development. Like what was there a moment in your life that was a pivotal moment for you to start getting into that? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, it was really waking up at the age of 40, August 17th, 2014, and just realizing, okay, all my friends are married with kids. I'm working in nightlife and restaurants, which I'm not passionate anymore. And I'm not where I wanted to be personally, professionally, or financially. And I just knew that I was repeating the same patterns in my life over and over again. And if I could be quite frank, I was just tired of my own shit. I was like, okay, this just this isn't working and I can't figure it out on my own. And thankfully a friend of mine who's done a, a significant amount of personal development work, she said to me, have you ever considered working with a coach or a therapist? And right away I was like, what are you trying to tell me? And she's like, you know, it's not a bad thing. She's like, there's just things that you aren't aware of that you are repeating in your life that are creating the same result for you. You know, I love Einstein's quote, the definition of madness of doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. That's what I was doing. I was in the same relationship. You know, I was investing in the same businesses. I was spending my money on the same things. And I was wondering why my life wasn't changing. So after that personal development course, I got to understand, oh, okay, that's why I'm single at 40. That's why I'm hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. That's why I'm still working in nightlife and restaurants. And when I got to the root cause of where all that behavior came from, I then knew what I got to go to work on. And once I started doing the deep work and going to work on those behaviors and those patterns that were so present in my life, I got to peel back the layers and discover this different version of me that's been buried deep inside for so long. And I just wanted more and more and more of it. So then I started signing up for you know, Archangel and going to different events. I went to the summit event. I went to, you know, all the different events I could go to. I was just like more, 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 more. I want to learn more. And the more I learned, the more connected I got to myself. And then I began sharing my story. And when I started sharing my story, that's when things really kind of blew up for me. Cause I realized like, wow, 
not only is this information changing my life, but I can now use this information to help change other people's lives. Yeah, that's awesome. I call that because I've recognized that in myself and a bunch of like-minded people like us, I call that grow giving. It's like the more you mm. grow, the more you can give. And that like, it's, it's so, it's so exciting. Like, I, I think of it for me personally, I'm like, the more I learn, the more I can share with others, you know, and it's just so cool to, to see that in yourself too, which is amazing. Um, but like, how do you, so you're, you're in this position where you know, you want to get out of and make better was the resistance to that change? Was there like this inertia of like, let's just, you know, the devil we know as opposed to the devil we don't, right? Mm -hmm. Was was that there? And did you- Absolutely. Yeah, because it was really, um, my identity was resisting a lot of this because, you know, for 25 years, I worked in entertainment and nightlife. You know, I was known as Zark, the club guy. You know, they used to call me the king of King Street. You know, one time we had six or seven businesses on King Street. I used to drive a fancy car. I owned a hot restaurant, big nightclub. You know, I was I was that guy for many years. And then I didn't want to be that guy anymore. However, there was behaviors and habits and patterns. I had a way of being that supported that identity that I had to dismantle. I had to take apart that identity and let go of all the crap that didn't serve the version of myself that I wanted to become. And when you're dismantling your identity and for years you're known as being the jacked guy or the dude with a fancy car, the guy who's always setting here and there with beautiful women. When you start to leave all that stuff behind and start to really dismantle that identity that's taken you so long to create, you then start to wonder, well, who am I now? What am I about? Like, what is my, what is my confidence rooted in, you know, and it really required me to, in many ways, start all over again, and let go of so many things that were once so important to me, in order for me to create that space to allow new things to happen in my life, and to create the space for me to evolve into that new version of myself that I want to be. And I had to let go of some friends. I had to, you know, make some tough decisions that really were rooted in ego and insecurity in order for me to have that new shift in perspective to be open to new learnings and a new way of, of, of being really. And, you know, the resistance, it, it was a process that happened over, you know, I would say two to three years, but ultimately it was when I tapped into my purpose and tapped into the realization that, wow, my story is really inspiring people. My journey is helping people see that their life doesn't have to be the way they are. Just because you've done something for 25 years doesn't mean that's what you need to do for the next 25 years. So when people saw that Zark, who lived the life, who had it all, isn't happy being that guy anymore and is willing to give it all up and change it to be someone else and wants to give back to other people, when I realized that that is my purpose and that's the impact I can create in the world, then letting go of the rest of the stuff was easy. You know, closing Blowfish after 15 years and losing a million dollars was a kick in the nuts. It was a great, thank you. And and it was what was holding me in Toronto. So when I finally chose to close Blowfish after 15 years and walk away from my over a million dollar investment in that restaurant, it's what allowed me to have the freedom to move ahead and focus full time on the live experience. And I did that because I knew that my story 
and what I know and what I'm sharing is helping people change their lives. So the resistance was overcome by me discovering my purpose and stepping into that role fully as being a transformational travel leader and life coach. It's like, that's what I'm here for. That's the work I'm committed to doing. And the rest of the stuff, whatever. no need for it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. What, yeah. One thing I've, and, and maybe this is true for you. And if it is, uh, let me know. People that I know who are restaurateurs, it, either they love cooking or they become the chef or they just love bringing people together and creating that experience. Mm -hmm. And it yeah. seems like, for, at least from what I'm seeing in our conversation, that's where it started. And then it's continuing in a different format now, right? Absolutely. That maybe serves a higher mm -hmm. purpose for you. Would that mm -hmm. be true? Yeah, it's funny because I often reference this because one of my natural gifts, I know how to bring great people together. You know, I'm just like... Um, a people connector. I love bringing people together, hosting them, entertaining them. Now it's teaching them and just seeing people have a wonderful experience in life. That's something I've always loved. Now in the nightlifes and restaurants, I got people together to have some great food, some cocktails, dance. And in some cases, you know, people were coming out to the nightclubs to kind of numb themselves and forget about their pain that they're dealing with. Right. Mm -hmm. And now I'm bringing people together to do yoga, meditation, drink kombucha, eat healthy food, dive deep and face the pain that they've been hiding from, you know? Yeah. So it's, I'm still doing the same thing. Instead of booking DJs, I'm booking breathwork facilitators. Instead of hiring mixologists, I'm hiring vegan chefs, you know? So it's, it's the same uh, skill set that I'm applying uh, just in a different context now, which is an interesting, you know, paradox or interesting, um, yeah, dichotomy, I guess. Yeah, that's so cool. So with presence, Zark, knowing what you know now, the wisdom you have, mm -hmm. and the experience you, you've, you've garnered over the years, what advice would you give to your younger self getting mm -hmm. into that space or even, you know, getting mm -hmm. into professional uh, endeavors, career, business, et cetera. Yeah. So, and I've thought about this many times. It's a great question. Thank you for asking. You know, I don't regret any of what I did because I've had an amazing life and it's led me to where I am right now. What I would suggest to the years arc is really get clear on your intentions as to what it is you're stepping into, what choices are you making? You know, what is the true intention behind what you're doing and really be present and enjoy all of those wonderful moments that, um, that I was so fortunate to experience because I have had, I mean, I, I have lived a very interesting dynamic mix of jet set lifestyle, travel parties, all of the wonderful craziness that came with it. I was always thinking about where to next. What else do I got to do? What's the next hot party to get to rather than just being in the moment and really, really enjoying it because, you know, I don't know that I'll ever have those experiences again. And I wish that I had been more present for them. And when I could look back and think of some of my business decisions, some of my relationships, some of my investments that I made, I could look back and see that there was a lack of intentionality. There was a lack of connection to my values as to why do I want to begin this relationship? Why do I want to invest into this business? You know, so being able to really question the intention 
uh, I think would have made a difference in the choices I made. And at the same time, no regret. You know, many people make choices, investments, new relationships based on what they think they're supposed to be doing or what they feel they should be doing, as opposed to what truly resonates with your core values. And are you choosing from that place? Are you choosing from your heart? Heart or are you choosing from your head? And mm -hmm. I think that's very important to differentiate is when you were choosing from our head, sometimes it could be out of fear or ego. When we're choosing from our heart, it's coming from true fulfillment from our soul, from love, right? Yeah. So that's, that's the advice I would give myself. Mm -hmm. That's that's really good. And like I, I talk a lot about, you know, people who say they want something and intuitively they know it's the right thing for them to do, but for some reason they're held back because of fear, doubt, other people's opinions. And that's a really that's a tough conundrum to be in when you know you should do something, but you're not doing it because of that stuff. And that's like, mm -hmm. that's not a life. I don't think any of us want to live. Um, so thank you for kind of stepping into your, your, your genius really and, and kind of yeah, shining light. You. I think it's amazing. What, so running a business, running like a, a restaurant, the whole nightclub stuff, there's a lot of stuff that goes into that. Um, what are like, what's one, memorable challenge that you had to face and how did you grow through that? Ah, memorable challenge. Yes. Yeah. So um, I would say it's probably reinventing a business after 10 years, you know, like with, with Blowfish, you know, we had a very good run for many, many years. You know, we were first of its kind in Toronto, innovative sushi and in an upscale chic environment. Um, so I'm proud to say that we created something quite special and unique in Toronto. However, 10 years later, what made us once unique was not quite so unique anymore. You know, every restaurant opening up had a DJ and a cool mixologist and a great design. So having to reinvent a business 10 years later and rethink your business model, connect to the new demographic of clientele that is now your, you know, your, your main business, uh, that definitely required um, humility. It required letting go of um, our own preferences in order to create something new and fresh that the new clientele really wants. So being able to keep things fresh, being able to see things from a different perspective um, and being bold and being brave enough to try something new to uh, step away from the old model and to, you know, take a step into something, um, yeah, new is scary and exciting at the same time. So, you know, that's, that's something that we went through with Blowfish um, after we'd been open for 10 years was a major change. And, you know, as Toronto's evolving and our dining scene is just getting better and better, it, uh, it was, it was a learning lesson to have to up-level our marketing tweak our brand and really become relevant again in a very competitive market. That's so good. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, man. Um, and thank you for contributing some terrific dinners in my life at some point. So yeah, you're welcome. Some, yeah. some really nice experiences. Thanks, so thank was... you for your support. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, awesome. Right. This has been phenomenal. And I know we've only scratched the surface here. So thank you so much for being with us. Before we finish off, my what pleasure. is the best place for our viewers and listeners to follow your work and perhaps inquire mm -hmm. about one of your awesome travel experiences. Sure, yeah, thank you. So uh, I have my personal website, which is zarkfatah.com and my Instagram at zarkfatah. And even though it's spelled Z-A-R-K-F-A-T-A-H, 
My real name is Zarak, as we spoke about before we started our call here. You know, my real name is Zarak. It's not Zark. And, you know, I've started going by my real name because as I become more connected to myself, I want to be my most real, authentic self. So uh, my name is Zarak, but my social media and my website is Zark. And at some point in time, I will make that shift. But for now, at ZarkFadah.com on Instagram, same on Facebook. And uh, yep, and that's where you can find me. Beautiful. Uh, we'll be sure to link up to those in the show notes for you guys. Zarak, thank, thank you. you so much for being with us. This has been awesome, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Coach's Corner. If you didn't know, inside of our private Facebook group, the Healthpreneur Hub, Yuri's show, The Coach's Corner, happens live every single morning with one goal, to help you grow your health business. If you want to hear more of The Coach's Corner, then click the link in the show notes to join the Healthpreneur Hub on Facebook for free. And if you want to know the four-step system that predictably fills a health business with qualified, ready-to-buy clients, we want to send you an invite to our free online masterclass. You can find that masterclass at healthpreneurgroup.com slash show or by clicking the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Healthpreneur Show with Yuri Okine.